Hi and welcome to the Mum Boss Method pub 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 podcast. Oh dear. Um, I'm the Mum Boss. I'm Chrissy Hiller, and I obviously haven't had enough caffeine today. I'm recording this at nearly four p.m., so I won't be having any more caffeine. Um, but clearly the one cup of coffee I've had today isn't enough. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, hi, my face is a little bit shiny, the lights in this room are a little bit dodgy today. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, I hope that you can hear me very well and that you are enjoying whatever you're doing whilst you're listening, be that a walk or cleaning the kitchen or cooking the dinner, whatever it is. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Um, what am I going to talk about today? Well, I'm going to talk about how the scales are not the be-all and end-all in your journey, okay? And that tying your success and progress to those scales is just setting yourself up for, for disappointment. Why am I talking about this? Well, February's theme is body positivity, body confidence, and how the work that I do with women, whether it be in my paid programs, in my free group, you that listen to this podcast. Yes, I help people, women, mums to lose weight, but the longer term aim is to help them with their health, to help them with their energy, to help them with their whole life. And losing weight is just a very small part of that. And I fully believe that this obsession that we've got with scale weight does nothing for body confidence. It does nothing for helping you to love the skin you're in. Okay, so when I work with people, I really um, have to work hard with them and it takes weeks. You know, I've got clients that started with me um, in the new year, they're kind of week five and they're still talking about that scale weight. And it's really, it's really just setting them up for failure. And so today I'm going to talk about why it's setting you up for failure and what you can do about it. Okay. Now, the scales are just part of this journey. They're part of the journey, part of the picture, a small part of the jigsaw puzzle, if you like, to finding a healthier, fitter and happier you. And the problem is that we have been taught by diet culture, we have been taught by our mums, by our friends, by our grandmothers, historically, that, you know, it's all about losing weight. Oh, I can't, I'm on a diet, I'm trying to lose some weight. Oh, I'm, I would like to lose some weight. So we have become obsessed with this idea of scale weight and getting to a certain number, whatever that number might be. You know, I'm, I'm happiest when my number starts with a nine or I'm happiest when I'm in this bracket. The problem is that that number means nothing. It means nothing. And today I'm going to explain to you the reasons why that number means nothing. Okay, because those scales only give you part of the picture. When you work to lose weight, as you call it, and for those of you listening on the podcast, I'm doing the speech marks again. 
actually what you're really trying to do is lose body fat because you could lose half a pound from going to the toilet and having a really healthy bowel movement and you have reached your goal of losing weight just from going for a number two okay the scales don't measure body fat loss and at the end of the day it's, it's fat loss that is what we want it's fat sitting around our middles that is dangerous that is a, an indicator of of you know potential problems in the future that is an indicator of of um potential cancers potential diabetes type 2 diabetes cardiorespiratory problems in the future it's holding that extra fat in places that means our clothes are uncomfortable and the scales don't measure whether or not you've lost that fat the scales measure whether you are lighter from one day to the next and as i've said that lightness could just be from going to the toilet and i'm going to talk shortly about how the body and why the body fluctuates on the scales but the thing to remember here is those scales don't deter don't show you how much fat you've lost so why are we so scaled to scaled to them why are we so tied to this scale weight okay we let this determine our worth you probably stand on the scales and if you stand on the scales daily and i'm not going to i'm not going to tell you off for doing that actually and some people are quite shocked by this but if you stand on the scales daily i know i know so many people women that stand on the scales and they let that number on the scales determine whether they're going to have a good or a bad day that's that's what tell, tells them yep it's going to be a good day or no it's going to be a bad day or yes i'm going to eat breakfast today and or no i'm not going to eat breakfast and i'm going to be really really good and again, I'm doing the speech marks good because you know I don't use the terms good or bad. What you're doing is you're giving that number and that piece of machinery, because let's be really clear here, scales are just a piece of machinery. You are giving it power. You are giving a piece of machinery that can't talk to you the power to make you have a good or bad day that's crazy right you are fighting a losing battle because that number on the scales does not determine your worth that does not determine how good you are as a person not good with food it doesn't de determine your kindness your value to the world how much your friends and your family love you your friends and your family love you whether that number starts with a 1, a 7, a 10, a 15. That's, that number does not determine your value on this earth. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about what can affect the, the weight on those scales. Okay. Most of these are connected to water retention so let's say you weigh yourself every day okay and one day you get on the scales and you are two pounds heavier than you were the day before 
that could be caused by any number of things and most of them are water retention. So you could have eaten more salt yesterday which causes water retention and will mean you are holding on to more water and you are therefore heavier on the scales the next day. You could have had a higher carb day the day before and carbs are stored in our muscles as energy, as glycogen and in order to be stored in our muscles they have to take with them for every gram of carbohydrates being stored or glycogen being stored they have to take with them three to four grams of water so it's water retention you're going to be heavier on the scales if you worked out if you had a particularly hard workout yesterday what happens is the body sends water to the muscles where you have torn those muscles slightly that's that's what happens that's natural when we work out we tear the muscles slightly the body sends water, sends fluid to those little tears to help prepare it. If you've drunk alcohol, alcohol takes 48 hours to metabolise out of your system. It causes water retention, at which a lot of people are surprised at. Oh, I thought it caused dehydration. Well, actually, if you're dehydrated, your body keeps hold of the water. You know, why do you think it takes you longer to um, do a wee after you've been drinking? Your body holds on to the water because it's saying, well, why have you not been giving me any water? Um, so alcohol takes 48 hours to metabolise out of the system. So it could show up on the scales for two days and it will also cause water retention. It could have been that you've eaten a bit later last night or you've eaten a bit more than normal had a heavier dinner and therefore the volume of food and the timing of that food the food is still in your system still being digested so it will be causing you to be heavier on the scale it could be that you are um that you're in a part of your menstrual menstrual cycle that causes you to blow okay so i always blow right in the middle of my cycle and then just before the end of my cycle that bloating is water retention and you will be heavier on the scales it could also be coming from stress so if you are particularly stressed that causes high levels of cortisol high levels of cortisol cause water retention you will be heavier on the scales i think you get the picture right if you've not been sleeping well, I once had a client called Lisa who would get about five or six hours sleep a night and then all of a sudden she started changing her sleep habits and started getting six to seven hours of sleep a night and when she got those good nights sleep she had a whoosh down on the scales it it would it, her scale weight would really move so if you're tired being tired, being underslept is a stressor on the body and as I just said, higher stress means higher cortisol, means water retention. And then finally, toilet habits. If you're constipated, if you, um, you haven't been, if you haven't been fully, you will be heavier on the scales. So pinning your days your day's happiness and how you feel about yourself on that number on the scales and it could be affected by nine things nine things that I've just talked about I think I said nine um again none of those are body fat 
you're, you've not put on body fat. The majority of them are water retention. Okay. So how should you be measuring your fat loss? Yes, you can weigh yourself, but you also need to think about how your clothes fit. You need to take pictures, like every four to six weeks, take pictures of yourself. Stand in the same place in your house, put your phone in the same place every every time, take a selfie, a timed selfie of your of you standing facing the camera, your back and your side views and compare those pictures. Take measurements with a tape measure. You don't need to measure every part of your body. Measure across your chest, measure across your waist at the narrowest part and your hips across the fullest part and maybe your thigh. Okay. This is what my clients have to do. They do not just do their weight. They take measurements as well. Another thing to think about is what else matters outside of the numbers. Okay, so a lot of the women that come to me, yes, they come to me and they want to lose weight. But the work that we do in the beginning is about why do you want to lose weight? What's going on underneath that that makes you want to you know, drop a dress size or be smaller on the scales. And it comes down to so much more. When I really dig deep with them, it comes down to so much more than just a number. So it could be because of your health. Maybe you've had some health scares or maybe there's some history in your family of poor health, like type 2 diabetes or heart disease or certain cancers. And you want to, you know, you want to make sure that you are doing as much as possible to not be, um, I can't think of the word, what is wrong with me? Not enough caffeine. To make sure that you're not susceptible to those things, okay? You could weigh beginning with the nines, but if you're not healthy, what's point? What's the point? It's pointless. If you're not healthy, if you're ill, that's pointless. What about energy? Energy for the kids, energy for your job, energy for your friends, energy for yourself. Do you want to have more energy? Do you want to sleep better? A lot of people don't realise how much a poor diet and poor um, exercise or lack of exercise and eating poorly and being overweight really affects their sleep. Quality of life. How, how confident you feel in your job, how confident you feel in your social life, how confident you feel with your other half taking your clothes off. All of these things matter. All of these things are the real reasons that people want to lose weight. And actually, you will find that you are healthier, you have more energy, you get more sleep, you have more confidence if you start to look after yourself and it's not about the numbers so think of think of what your goals are outside of just a number on the scale or the dress size that you're wearing your jeans okay so let me give you five tips for helping you to kind of disassociate your worth with those scales okay so number one is take a whole picture and i don't just mean a clicky picture with your phone i mean yes record your weight i mean yes 
take pictures, find that pair of jeans that is just a little bit too tight by the time it gets to three o'clock in the afternoon. Take your measurements, track your sleep, measure how energized you are, take a whole picture, not just the scale weight and track all of those metrics. Number two is make your goals something other than scale related. So one of the things I ask my clients every week on their check-ins is what is your non-scale victory? They have to tell me something that they are winning at in life that is nothing to do with the number on the scale. So make, you know, go through this podcast and make your goals something other than what, what you weigh on the scales. Build into your life, so number three, build into your life healthy habits that make you happy and track those daily. Okay, so I work with clients and I I get them to track their food, but also track the things that make you happy. So for me, as an example, walking every day makes me happy. Reading every day makes me happy. Okay, taking time away from a screen and spending it with my boys makes me happy. Those things contribute to me being a happier and healthier person. Drinking water makes me happy because I don't then get a headache. So build healthy habits and track those. Number four, and this is to do with the scales, but it's to help you break your connection to those scales so you've got two choices either weigh yourself every day for a month and record that way and look at the natural fluctuations of your body or don't weigh yourself at all take the batteries out of the scales get rid of them okay and five Make sure that you practice gratitude every day and you are you are writing down not just what you're grateful for in the outside world, but what you're grateful for about yourself, what you are happy that you you do or you can do or you've done, what you love about yourself. That's really important. That's where we start to learn to love the skin we're in and the person that we are and we disassociate it with a number on the scales. Okay, so there's five tips for you. Now, I mentioned in this that you, uh, you, I want you to think about goals that are outside of just the number on the scale. And I have popped a link in the show notes on both YouTube and the podcast of a free workbook. It's called Finding Your Why. It's a free workbook. Um, It's taken from some of my programs, but it's yours completely free. And it's an exercise that you can do that can help you get below, get underneath the number on the scales. Find out what your really big driver is to to lose weight, get healthier. What is going to drive you? And that is so key when it comes to motivating yourself. And also you'll find it's nothing to do with weight. When you get to the bottom of it, it's nothing to do with weight. And that's so much more motivating than just looking at those numbers every day. So I hope this has helped. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give me a rating, a review, share it on your social media with your friends. 
and don't forget check the show notes if you would like that download of finding your why that free workbook that I've got for you okay have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you next week bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it and tag me on Instagram at the mum boss method. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Have an awesome week.